Oh, that graphic is us. The issue is when it creates a religious spirit, when it creates a religious attitude, when it when, when it creates a I'm better than these Christians attitude. Now, somebody said manifestation works, but they believe it's 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 Satan controlling it. Like I Ooh. actually believe believing this stuff can be harmful. Strong language. Because you can become disillusioned with it. Yes. You had a thought and a belief that you could do something and yep. then you went and executed on and there were some variables that you didn't control like algorithms and people sharing stuff that got you popular. Pastor of Bethel, what is yeah. it? Uh, Bill Johnson? Bill Johnson, yeah. Bill Johnson. You've seen guys like Richard Rohr influence guys like Stephen Furtick. So this stuff is very everywhere and you'll hear it everywhere. From, from Kendrick Lamar to just about anybody, they're using this sort of language. I Bruce Lawn. There's a lot of you guys that slide into new age philosophies and views without ever knowing it. And it, it, it stems from a view that lacks a basic understanding of natural law and, a, and an mm. understanding of supernatural law, right? And this is, in my opinion, amplified by certain hyper-charismatics that want to make everything spiritual, and they start using some of these terms, and they don't even know the origins of some of this stuff. And so just to be clear, I believe in the supernatural. The difference is I believe there's divine, God, and then there's humans that are material, and then God comes down and meets humans where they are and gives us a new heart, regenerates us, gives us his spirit, yes. right? But that doesn't mean that natural things can all of a sudden manifest spiritual realities, Right, like I don't, I don't know if that's how it works, yeah. <laughs> but that's a lot of the narrative we hear from hyper charismatic folks. Yeah, and so this is not to minimize the spiritual world, which I think is real. I think some demonization, spiritual realities, prayer, all that stuff is real. However, when you start thinking that you can do cool stuff with your mind, it is by and large built on a foundation, not a, not, not, not a Christian foundation. It's built yeah. on a totally different foundation. So mm. there's divine and there's God and then there's humans. And then Jesus is the bridge between the divine and the human being fully man, fully God. So this is, this, this is an important d distinction. Let's jump into this video. Now, this source is Professor Dave Explains. Now, Professor Dave Explains is not a Christian. When he breaks down the science of this stuff, I think he does a fantastic job. And this exposes a lot of the new age stuff, but... It also exposes the same exact language being used by many Christians. Oof. Okay, so let's play this. Today I want to talk about one such flavor of pseudoscience related to the field of physics that has been picking up steam since the 1990s, and that is quantum mysticism. What the heck is quantum mysticism, you ask? Excellent question. It's challenging to encapsulate this phenomenon in a sentence, but I believe I can do it fairly well. The essence of quantum mysticism goes like this. Quantum physics is confusing, so it's magic. Therefore, if magic can be framed using the terminology of quantum physics, that magic is real. You see, quantum theory, from the perspective of the public, is shrouded in mystery. It is typically spoken about in an almost mystical tone, as though it were akin to the occult. This is largely due to the fact that it is very hard to understand. True comprehension is reserved for physicists and mathematicians who can solve complex equations, as the power of this theory lies exclusively in the math itself. Everyone else must be satisfied with hollow, often misleading conceptual explanations, and that is indeed the way this topic is typically explained to the masses, who demand explanations under the false assumption that this area of science must somehow be immediately and fully transparent to them. I've actually went back and forth with Professor Dave about the Christian faith. I don't even know on which video we start talking about it, but me and him went back in a thread very long. So me and him, to be clear, absolutely disagree on uh, his views on, on 
theism in general. It's not just a Christian faith. But with regards to this and science, he's 100% spot on. So thank you, Pluto, for pointing that out. Go ahead. With some competence in basic high school algebra, they want to talk about things like quantum mechanics, which most of us have zero chance of fundamentally comprehending, given the lack of prerequisite knowledge faced by anyone without at least a bachelor's degree in physics. When media outlets attempt to satiate this desire to commune with the boundary between the known and unknown, they take lots of liberties and make lots of mistakes, and the public brings a lot of baggage to the table. This confusion can lead people to purchase whimsical books and expensive seminars from ridiculous false prophets, forego legitimate medical treatment in favor of unsubstantiated healers and gurus, and sometimes even get roped into a cult or two. Oh! Oh, that graphic is us. Is that graphic us? Guys, I want to make sure that you guys know about our upcoming podcast launch, October 20th. The tickets for that are pinned up at $7. And I would like to give you guys an exclusive preview. No one's seen these little previews of these conversations of some of the guests we've had. But I want to give you guys an exclusive preview so that you guys can get an idea of what to expect. I've always thought it was nasty to not put in two weeks. Mm -hmm. I quit that day. <laughs> I didn't even like, wasn't even in the mood to like sleep with these girls, but I felt like I had to. How come none of these personalities are ever doing anything benevolent? <laughs> so I think that there could be a spiritual, maybe potential demonic component that's in there that we haven't explored. The fact that I was single until I was 40 and yeah. I knew I was never going to plan a church being yep. a single guy. I wasn't going to buy Bob. I wasn't about to set myself up. You know, and then I remember one time, Mike, a uh, financial advisor at the time, she was like, hey, did you know you're spending more than you're making like every month? And I was like, oh, for real? And I'm supposed to, you know, perform yeah. this uh, production assistant. It's like, hey, here's a Viagra. Take it if you want to take it. Whoa. Don't if you don't. It's in your hand. It's yours. I teamed up with Moment for the exclusive live premiere of the anticipated Bless God podcast. And the tickets for that are only $7. When you get to the main page, click the yellow get ticket button, scroll down to the add-ons and throw in your ticket to the after party as well as some exclusive merchandise. And I will see you there. Yeah, that graphic's us. <laughs> that supposed to be us there are Jesus. many flavors of this fad. And a bit later, we will get to the meat of the deception, which invariably involves misuse of the word quantum and deliberate misinterpretation of something called the double slit experiment. But I would like to start somewhere more fundamental. Let's begin with the core confusion that enables the whole show. Much like other scams and pseudoscience. So he does this entire breakdown of quantum mysticism, which is often used as a way to legitimize uh, pseudoscience and make it sound spiritual. Mm. And Deepak Chopra is primarily who he talks about in this video and a couple other YouTube channels. And he has... And Deepak Chopra has been confronted by actual experts in this area and challenged at his seminars, which is hilarious. You guys could look that up it's on us. your own. Um, but the reason why we're talking about this is this stuff bleeds into Christian theology, and it's not yeah. Christian. Um, you've seen guys like the pastor of Bethel, what is yeah. it? Uh, Bill Johnson? Bill Johnson, yeah. Bill Johnson. You've seen guys like Richard Rohr influence guys like Stephen Furtick. So this stuff is very everywhere, and you'll hear it everywhere, from, from Kendrick Lamar to just about anybody, they're using this sort of language. I heard Diddy repeatedly say this, vibration, energy, yeah. right? And so like, what's good about this video is he actually breaks this down very clean. It all stems from a misunderstanding of basic scientific concepts and terminology. In this case, it is the word energy. What is energy? Even just hearing that word out loud, dozens of connotations probably come to mind. Here is the way quantum mystics on the internet use the word incorrectly. They talk about something called spirit, an energy, and an invisible force that seems to be controlling who and what we really are. 
Quantum physics emphasizes that the universe is not really split into two realms, a material realm and an energetic realm. Quantum physics reveals that everything is made out of energy. Pause what it. We everything is made out of energy. Mm. That's Gnosticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy is spiritual. That's Gnosticism. Oh. This is, this is heresy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And this is believed by Christians. Everything is spiritual, bro. Everything is spiritual. No, it's not, Ooh. bud. Ooh. What you put in your mouth, pause, <laughs> is not spiritual. The calories you consume is not spiritual. Yeah. You staying up late and 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 having your willpower depreciated isn't always spiritual. I have a coca demon. A yeah, I have, I have a coca-cola demon. demon, right? So this is this is heresy and this is everywhere, right? And so he's pointing out and it's the word energy, right? Yeah. The energy, the universe, yada yada yada, but Christian circles do the same thing. Mm, you that's interesting. I mean? So yeah, go ahead. Matter, it. it's actually an illusion of energy and light that there is nothing physical. So as that, you can that, see, oh, pause that. That there is nothing physical. That's that uh, Jim Carrey type of energy. Yes. <laughs> yes. That there is nothing physical, and therefore energy is magic. To the quantum mystic, energy is a synonym for magic. It means whatever they want it to mean in order to sell to the suggestible viewer whatever it is that they're selling. Oh. <laughs> energy means whatever you want it to mean, right? And so if everything is energy, and when you hear this, the vibes, the vibe of the room, the, right? He's going to talk about the energy of the room. Yeah. We hear this stuff all the time, and it's not accurate. But in science, this word has a very specific definition, which we must learn now. For maximum effect, please purge yourself of every connotation you are aware of for the word energy. You guys as ready? the term has been completely convoluted by society, so we need to start from a blank slate. Act as if you've never heard this word before. Are you ready? Here it comes. Energy is the capacity to do work. The end. That's it. Nice. Energy is the capacity to do work. Uh, the trouble is there is a spiritual realm. We know there are powers beyond the physical in that spiritual realm. The Bible tells us very uh, little, almost nothing about the spiritual realm. Yes, so don't go. Hey, don't go to Richard Rohr and, and, or folks influenced by Deepak Chopra yeah. and fo folks influenced by Eckhart Tolle for information. Folks aren't even Christian on the spiritual world. Yeah. Go to the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Go to Christian theologians. Go to, to Go to folks that know the original language. On this sort of stuff. Don't go to new agey weirdo stuff. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Go ahead. Now, to further clarify, we should also define work. Again, in society, this word means many things. It can refer to a profession, an action, or even a location. So let's again purge ourselves of these connotations so that we can learn what it means in science. Work refers to an action done on an object whereby an applied force causes a displacement of that object. So work is about motion. When you mm. apply a force to an object and it moves, like pushing a box across the floor, you're doing work. So energy is the capacity to do work, which is what causes motion. And that's all there is to it. Energy is a property of a system and nothing more. To elucidate further still, we could highlight different forms of energy. Kinetic energy is the energy an object possesses by virtue of its motion, which can be transferred to other objects through collisions. Potential energy is the energy an object possesses by virtue of its position mm -hmm. in a field. Lifting an object into the air increases its gravitational potential energy, mm -hmm. which is then converted into kinetic energy as it falls, just the way a compressed spring has a lot of potential energy, which is released as it expands. Thermal energy, or heat, is just a transfer of kinetic energy. Pause it. Thermal energy and heat is actually what calories are. Calories mm. is a measurement of heat. So that's why originally. They, that's why they sell those little bands that go around your belly to heat it up a little bit more. <laughs> burn some belly fat. <laughs> Where the no, band. No. You go for a jog. 
But that's that's interesting though, right? Like yeah, calories yeah. is a measurement of heat, which which is the energy that you're getting from food. That's super interesting. Yeah. Right. Sure. Temperature is a measure of the average kinetic energy of the particles in a system. Hotter systems of particles are moving faster on average. Colder systems of particles are moving slower on average. Chemical energy is a kind of potential energy which describes the potential of some molecule to undergo a particular chemical reaction, which is simply a rearrangement of atoms. So you see, when we say everything is energy, it's actually a true statement because matter is a form of energy. But this does not mean that there is a magical spiritual world. It does not mean you can heal yourself with your mind or any of the other bogus claims we will investigate in a moment. Mm. Energy is not an object. Crazy. It is not a substance. It is not an essence or a life force or a magical realm. It is a property of an object or system that can be transferred into another object or system, typically in the form of work. That's what energy is, and that's the only thing that energy is. Unfortunately... How do you feel about this? Taking a little break. Okay, lot, next. <laughs> colloquial usage of the word energy has muddied and obscured this definition. People say things like, this room has such good energy. Good vibes. This is a metaphorical usage of the word, which is acceptable if acknowledged as strictly metaphorical. Strictly metaphorical. It conveys a feeling in a fun, poetic way. It does not mean that there is a literal substance emanating from the room that we call good energy. This person just radiates bad energy. That's bad energy, your chakras. <laughs> which is magically perceived by your third eye in some way that science can't comprehend. Positive means greater than zero, negative means less than zero. It's just math and the way we define systems in physics. By sheer linguistic coincidence, we also use the word positive to mean good and negative to mean bad, as in having a positive or negative experience. But these two connotations are totally unrelated. <laughs> so when people remove the concept of positive or negative energy from the arithmetic domain in which it has actual meaning and take these phrases to mean good or bad energy, the result is totally meaningless. There is no such thing as good energy or bad energy. There is no context in which this makes any sense that's hilarious. So he's saying, he's saying negative just means less than zero and positive means mm -hmm. more than zero. So bad doesn't equate to negative unless it's just a slang. Mm -hmm. Because if you say and negative, strictly metaphorical. if you're like, oh, this person gives me negative energy, mm -hmm. you're really saying this person gives me energy that equals less than zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except the strictly metaphorical. So when these terms are used improperly, it is simply an unfortunate side effect of allowing words to have multiple meanings in a language. Mm -hmm. The conservatives have entered the chat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> the literalization of this metaphorical usage confuses people and renders them susceptible to cranks and con men who exploit this confusion for financial gain. Speaking of cranks and con men, let's get to them now. I want to start with one of the primary figures, if not the primary figure, responsible for the popularization of quantum mysticism in the 1990s. That is the glammed out guru himself, Deepak Chopra. Okay. Deepak so I wanted to go over that because I think it's important for us to understand, like, yeah. these words mean something. And then these people who, like Deepak Chopra and Richard Rohr, who then influence folks, uh, Eckhart Tolle, a lot of Christians are influenced by Eckhart Tolle. A yeah. lot of folks are interested in influenced by Richard Rohr. Bill Johnson wrote openly in his book how he went to the New Age to discover things that he felt like the Christians were missing. And all of this is anchored on a false belief that your thoughts are things, yeah. that your energy can create things, that you can manifest things with your brain. And they try to they try to be like it's science. You just don't really understand yeah, it's, it. It's not though. Like it's yeah, yeah. literally not. Yeah. Right. Like I I, I hear like um, I hear like Russ or like so many people use this kind of language like Russ yeah. Diddy, and it's like yeah, it's just like the energy and like I manifested this. It's like bro, no, you Russ, you, I did it myself. You put out a song a week for like 
80 weeks, bro, on an emerging, explosive, growing platform at the time, which was SoundCloud. I prayed to nothing for 80 weeks. Right? Like, no, no, no. You didn't just <laughs> manifest that with your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a thought and a belief that you could do something, and yep. then you went and executed on. And there were some variables that you didn't control, like algorithms and people sharing stuff that got you popping. Mm. Right? So this 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 philosophy is a lot of times equated to work. It's equated to success. It's equated to dreams. It's equated to manifesting your own things. and it's And it's all such an incomplete reality and the people who push this stuff are usually blind yeah. to their own success and why this stuff works or their 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 lack of success or their lack of success right cuz like, how's that going for you <laughs> yeah right and if and if it's just think about it if it was just about vision boarding and just about visualization yeah that could be a great uh, idea to start with but there's a bunch of folks that never had a vision board, that never visualized anything, that yep. went on to become highly successful. What's the difference? They dreamed. They 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 know it's not that they dreamed. They they fixed the problem. Yeah. They provided a service. Yep. They helped with a need that people had, and therefore they were rewarded for it. You know oh. what I mean? And so so with regards to success, with regards to spirituality. There's the natural, there's the supernatural. God is over the supernatural, and any permission or any influence that Satan has and sway Satan has is on loan to him by God, mm. right? Jesus yeah. Jesus reigns right now. He's on the throne. And then there's the natural, which is where humans operate. Yeah. And then we have a soul, which sometimes it's like, what is the soul? Is that your spirit? Is that your emotions? And then God gives us a new spirit when we're born again, right? Like okay. that is what being born again is. Yeah. So sometimes you hear this stuff and and, and and then it's just it's just so messy. It's just so gross, man. It's all over the place. It's all over the place. And I and I think it's I think it's I think it's harmful. Like I Ooh. actually believe believing this stuff can be harmful. Strong language. Because you can become disillusioned with yes, it. Yes, hundred percent. If you believe you can heal yourself with your mind or you don't get your healing because of your lack of faith. Yeah. Like like think about that. Like I did not get healed of fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. of this ailment or of this terminal disease i didn't stare in the mirror for 30 seconds my faith wasn't big enough yeah, yeah yeah. my faith wasn't great enough yeah and i'm mm. like bro like again there's the supernatural which is god and then there's the natural i knew somebody that um she recorded her voice uh-huh she recorded her voice with her like mantra of like i will make five million dollars by the end of the year or whatever no and she she already made like a million dollars or she had like a million dollar business uh -huh. she's like every morning i put this on a loop and i i do a 30 minute walk to the ocean and then do my manifesting stretches and and she did she make her million dollars yet i mean her five million dollars i don't know i don't know she but i'm saying she's kind of blind to her own success and so she would but she would like listen to her own voice on repeat being yeah. like my name is zach sparazzo and i will make a million dollars by the end of the year my name is Zach Sparazzo, and I will make a million dollars with it. Dude, on and on and on. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, and, and here's the thing. I understand it. People are trying to hack their subconscious. Yeah. Right? But what you don't understand is you don't have to hack your subconscious. Mm. There's certain realities you don't have as much control over. There's other <laughs> ones that you have a lot of control over. Yeah. Focus on the ones you can control. And pray God to help you with the areas that you can't control. Yeah. How's this for manifesting? I believe if... God doesn't want you to achieve something at a certain point in your life. He's just going to go funk on it. There could be a lid over your life. You could you could be doing everything right. All your all your daily, all the marketing for your mm -hmm. business, all all the things can be on point. Mm -hmm. 
And a su- there could be a supernatural lid yes. <laughs> on your life because God doesn't feel like you can handle whatever thing you think you want right yeah, now. Yeah, so some of you guys trying to break through with like, with listen to your morning mantra for an hour. You know what I'm saying? When in reality, it's like, it's not happening. Yeah. You're not moving that lid. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> that lid is, is, or, a, is or a point in your life. have you been faithful yeah. with, with, with what you have in this season mm-hmm. before you're asking yes. for more? And yes. it's like, if you can't handle $100,000, what makes you think you can handle a million dollars? If you can't handle a million dollars, what makes you think you can handle $5 million? That's a fact. Right? And so, like, I definitely think the supernatural can get in the way of things, and I think it could also promote things, but I don't think it's based on what you think in your brain can happen. Yeah. yeah. I-, I would say I've had experiences that are, like, times in my life I felt like I was doing everything right for my previous business, mm-hmm. and it was just like, boom. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no. Why do you think that was? Um, why do you think? Why do you think you were doing everything right, but for whatever reason? I think timing. Okay. I think it was also at a time that um, I, w- I just ended up in like a lot of those new age circles. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And so I think it was also I was associated slash not participating in new age, but like learning like they they like will try to get the new age into your life mm-hmm. with like oh it's not like breath work breath work mm-hmm. is very helpful mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's for calming your sympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. it's used for autistic children mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like if you're ever freaking out it's using the military if you're in a hard situation but i think um i was in such a godless circle at the time as a christian mm-hmm. And still being like, oh, I'm Christian. I love Jesus. Yeah, I think all you guys are a little crazy, mm-hmm. but also still opening mm. to some of that new ageism mm-hmm. and being like, you guys are weird, but also like, okay, like I kind of like there's some studies on it, whatever, mm-hmm. or there's some studies on um, journaling, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I think it was that, and I think it's timing, and I think it's also just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like all that. It's just <clears> like I, I think I'll find out in ten years. I think, <laughs> I think. The times in my life where there's been a lid, yeah, it's been because of two reasons. One, because of unrepentant practice of sin, mm. and then two, yep. because I didn't have the character, probably because of point one, yeah, <laughs> to handle <laughs> to yeah. handle more. And mm. if I would have ten years ago, if I was making the type of money I'm making now, I wouldn't have been able to manage it as well, and I would have been a complete train wreck. And money and entrepreneurship was definitely an idol for me at that Mm. time. I was 100% being like, like obsessing over like a certain dollar amount I wanted to make, Mm. and and how could I make this program to make more money? And there was was no open handedness to how I was operating for sure. Interesting. 1000%. And so I think it was just like, huh. Yeah, it definitely felt like there was a lid in, yep. in areas. Now, somebody said manifestation works, but they believe it's 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 Satan controlling it. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that. Satan's not omnipresent. Also, uh, yeah, Satan's so, not omnipresent. Satan's not all powerful. If Satan's, if Satan's, Satan's answering your dream, you should yeah. be worried. Yeah, and I don't know <laughs> if he's taking time for you. Right, I'd be concerned. <laughs> right, you might you might be the antichrist, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Satan can hear your thoughts. Right, because to say manifestation's real, and it's only Satan. I think it goes, whoa, wait a minute. What does that mean? Satan, Satan's manifesting stuff for you. I don't think Satan has as much power as we give him. To think that like someone can just visualize something and because th- it's not the visualization. It's not the visualization. It's the action. There are people who visualize and act, and there are people who visualize and don't act. And guess who's successful? <laughs> guess who's successful? The people who visualize 
and act. But it's not the vi visualization as to hack. It's the action and the solving a problem and filling a need and being at the right place at the right time. So I think that's the issue. Now, that doesn't – I'm not saying all this to say that what you believe about the world and yourself and all that doesn't have an impact, right? What you believe about the world does have an impact. What you believe about yourself does have an impact. If you don't believe that you can be successful, why would you try to be successful? If you don't believe that – if I didn't believe that I could be successful at building a million subscriber or a 200,000 subscriber YouTube page, why would I even upload to YouTube? Or why would I upload with the, with the deliberate, focused nature to make something that could potentially get that big? I probably wouldn't. Or, which is what a lot of folks do, you kind of – kind of half halfway do it <laughs> right kind of halfway do it because you actually don't believe that you're capable of executing and so it's like it's not the it's not the the quote unquote belief that's forcing it to happen it's the belief in yourself that's forcing the action it's the thought turning into a feeling that then turns into your actions your thoughts influence your feelings your feelings influence your actions but you can act without the thought you can act without the feeling i went to the gym this morning i didn't think a whole lot about it cuz i I'm already committed to the action, right? So it's important to distinguish these different things in terms of that. So like when I hear Russ say these things and these vibrations and these energies, it's like, bro, you you omit the fact of the reality of the work that was put in. So we're operating off of an, an omitted reality and ignoring the natural, ignoring what are the things that are pe that people are doing, regardless of if they're followers of Jesus or not, to be successful. It's in the natural usually. Right. With the cat with very few caveats, very few caveats. So if you don't know if there are billions or trillions in order for this Satan made it happen for you, there would have to be billions and trillions. Right. But there's been the same finite number. We know that. Right. Demons can't reproduce themselves. They can't have demon babies. Right. Satan is not omnipresent. Demons are not omnipresent. Right. So. So, again, how are you coming to these conclusions? Oftentimes, they're not theological. Oftentimes, they're not scriptural. And again, it's not to say that I don't think demonic activity exists. I totally believe it exists. I just don't think it's as prevalent as we make it out to be when we think there are billions and trillions of demons without any scriptural support for it, outside of one verse about Jesus casting out a, a legion of demons uh, and, and sending them into pigs. I'm not saying this stuff's not possible. I'm just saying I don't think Satan and demons are omnipresent. I will stand on that. I don't think there are billions and trillions of demons. I don't think there are, I, I don't know how many there are, but I don't think it's as many. I don't think there was from the beginning of time more demons than there is the population thousands of years later since civilization started. Right? That, yeah. And I think demonic stuff is reserved for people dabbling in the demonic stuff. Like witchcraft, like voodoo, like your, uh, Ouija boards. That's where I think the demonic stuff happens. Not in... Uh, in, in people who are, uh, especially on people in, 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 who are inadvertently doing stuff, right? I'm not speaking in absolute terms. That you, I don't do that frequently, except if I'm talking about Jesus. I'm not speaking in absolute terms. I'm speaking in general terms. Generally speaking, people who are highly successful did not do it on the anchor of manifestation. They did it on the anchor of putting in the work and being at the right place at the right time and having a skill set that solved a problem. Generally speaking, maybe the manifestation was a way for them to rework and rewire their brain in the belief aspect, but that's it. Generally speaking, the mind is powerful, but it's not magic. Come on. It's like a computer 
that you upload so much data to, and it can use the data to determine a mathematical outcome. Yes, absolutely. The mind is powerful, right? Like some of you guys, uh, some of you guys are overweight right now. And in six months from now, you can be a completely different person by getting your fitness in check. That's powerful, is it not? You can look like a different person. You can feel like a different person. Uh, you, you can act like a different person. That is that is I mean, that's very powerful. Is it magic? No. Some of you guys right now, I read a study, I was talking to Young Don about this. You can learn almost any skill in about 20 hours, like the basics, in about 20 hours of consistent, deliberate uh, focus. To be an expert at it, it takes about 10,000 hours. So you could pick up a guitar and go pay for 20 lessons at an hour per lesson and go twice a week. And in, in, and after, and what is that? Uh, t- after 10 weeks, you can learn to play some basic chords on the guitar, especially worship music. <laughs> right? Is that is that magic? No, it's just your 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 mind is powerful. Certain people have different pro pro uh, uh, predispositions to learning things faster than others. If you already know how to play the piano, you'd probably be way further along in playing the guitar in twenty hours than someone that's never played the piano because there's some transferable knowledge there. Or if you've played the bass and then you transfer to the piano, right? Or or, or you play the bass transfer to, to uh, the bass guitar to electric guitar to acoustic guitar. There's some transferable knowledge. But in twenty hours. In 20 hours, you can pick up a skill. That's pretty powerful, but it's not magic. In 6 to 12 months, you can completely change the composition of your body. That's pretty powerful. It's not magic. Yes, you can wire your brain to do some incredible stuff, but but you can't wire your brain to manifest stuff from nothing. You can't speak things into existence. Your thoughts aren't things. Your thoughts impact your feelings, which then impact your actions. Your actions is what create different environments and realities for you based on the input of said action. But but I do think this 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 stuff is is so prevalent and this idea that based on your faith or based on your belief you can change reality and and shift reality on some stranger things stuff. I think is complete heresy. That's the dangerous part of like everything is spiritual. Because then again you're also conflating with mood, emotion, feeling. You're conflating those things as spiritual. They're not spiritual. Your emotions aren't spiritual. Someone could sit down and play you a, a, a specific chord progression that could be heard in a Beyonce song and it could be heard in a Maverick City song and you think that the, that, that three-chord progression is something spiritual. It's not. It's just a chord progression. It's, 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 it's music speaking to your emotions. That's not spirituality. That's your emotional state. And your emotions can definitely impact your spiritual side, but your emotions are not, are not a spirit. Your mood is not a spirit, right? That, that's still in the natural Fear is still in the natural. It's not all spiritual, but it's we don't know how our brains work a lot of times. We've never we've never taken a psychology class. We've never understood these things. So we just think anything that feels different, your flight or flight, uh, your fight or flight reaction taking over, right? Where your um what is the front of your brain gets hijacked, right? Like that's not spiritual. That's your brain having a flight or flight or fight or flight reflex. And so when we don't know anything about the natural world, then we conflate everything to spirituality, and which is fine. Y'all could do what you want. If you want to think everything's spiritual, that's fine. The issue is when it creates a religious spirit, when it creates a religious attitude, when it, when, when it creates a I'm better than these Christians attitude, and it creates a form of judgment and looking down your nose on people who may have different liberties than you. That's where you slide into the heresy of Gnosticism, first of all. Second of all, you literally slide into judging people that you have no business judging and you don't know anything about them. Here, it's, it's two things. One, 
one side of it is if everything is spiritual and demonic, then I don't have to actually take personal responsibility and get disciplined. Oh, it's the spirit of gluttony that takes over. No, it's your lack of discipline with food. Your lack of discipline with, with exercise. Oh, it's the, it's, it's, the, it's the spirit of lust. No, you're up too late. You're not disciplined with your thoughts. You're not disciplined with your eyes. You don't understand how your willpower works, that it depletes as the day goes on. And then at the end of the night, when you should be in bed and asleep, you're looking at stuff you shouldn't be looking at. There's a natural component to all of this, right? And I'm not saying it can't be spiritual. I'm just saying it's a lot, a lot more practical than we'd like to give it for, right? And so one, you don't have to, you don't have to take responsibility. I'm starting to think Christians have more faith in witchcraft than the actual people who practice it. Okay, so one side of it is you are off of the responsibility of having to do anything to be growing in holiness and consecration because you could just always blame demons. You could always slip up and just say, oh, well, the devil made me do it. The other side is if you're winning and doing right, you can then walk around and, and judge everybody who lives different and has different um convictions than you do different convictions with alcohol different convictions with food different convictions with music different convictions with parties different right all these different things and so it's not to say that there are no black and white there's a lot of black and white right like pornography is always wrong adultery is always wrong but when you start getting into the 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 details of how other people live then it positions you as all of a sudden superior to people who may have different liberty than you. And it says that Simeon blessed God. 